Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Dalton P. Welcome back to another episode of Highlights of Creative, or as I like to call it, HTC for short. So today we have a very special guest. Her name is Kendra Swafford. Hey. How's it going, Kendra? How are you doing? I'm going pretty good. Doing pretty well? <laughs> yeah. Doing good? Nervous. Awesome. You'll be fine. I promise you, you'll be good. This is the thousandth time I've told you, like within the, week, the last week. Hey, you're good. You're good. You'll be all right. I know. Uh, Kendra is a local artist out of Tahlequah. Mm -hmm. um, you've been, do artists call, like when they when they get their stuff, like is it published or has it like, because I know you've been at shows, you've sold art. What are, like, what do you call that? Like, I don't know. Like you're an artist, like you're like you do shows. I guess some people call it established or yeah, I don't really, I'm not really sure. Okay. Published would be. We're going to okay. call you establish. EST dot. I won awards. Born? Woo. 1993? 91. 91. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's, I'm really excited to hear like your backstory. I'm excited to hear about your, why you started doing art, mm -hmm. why you continue doing art and kind of the hardships that you've been through. So let's start off with we little 1991 Kendra. Probably weren't paying just yet. But what Actually, got it was <laughs> okay? Tell yeah. us that. So, what got you into painting? What got you into um, art in general? So, when I was young, my grandpa he used to draw a lot. My mom supported it. Um, it was kind of an outlet for me when I was a kid. So, yeah, no, I'm really not sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, kind of like just being around your grandpa and your mom supporting. Yeah, my dad. He's he can like draw cars like really well, like like Foose. I don't know if you know who Foose is, but he uh -huh. can draw cars without even like proportions look amazing. And that's like his niche, like he can draw cars. And my mom has no artistic talent at all. Like other than, <laughs> I think she can do like bows and like bouquets and stuff. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, and then, but my grandpa, he was the one that like, I would sit on his lap and he would hold my hand and like draw like alligators and different kinds of stuff. Oh, so that's was, really yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's, that's how I learned to start drawing with him. But. Okay, cool. So did that just, you just fell in love with it and continued from there? Actually, I was a jock all through like literally elementary, middle school ah. and high school. So I didn't actually get to start taking art classes in my hometown until seventh or eighth grade. Okay. Um, and that kind of still stayed there with me. Uh, but mostly I was just a jock. Like I don't, not a lot of people knew I drew. They knew I drew, but they didn't know I could like paint and everything because i would just doodle at, at high school i guess so but, what would you doodle um comics comics <laughs> yeah just comics like i love i love drawing comics like jim lee like i love his stuff um but yeah no that's that's okay so like so you grew up kind of like influenced by your grandpa and your dad yeah and then mom not so much yeah <laughs> then she, you kind of like she gave me my hard work so that's she was so a hard you got working your, lady. You got the most important thing. You got yeah, the work ethic from my mom because talent's She's a one strong thing. Strong lady, but you got that work ethic and that strong woman push behind <laughs> you. You go far. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so at what point in high school or when did it happen? You were like, okay, you know what? Like, I, I like the jock stuff. I like baseball, basketball, whatever. Baseball, softball, softball. <laughs> that you decided to transfer that to like, I want to do art. Um, college actually. College. Like so I went to college at NSU. I actually was last minute um, applied and I was going to do biology or something of that nature and took one art class and that was over. Really? And changed my degree. Yep. See, that's really cool because I mean, I, we know each other from past yeah. work experiences. So I just always thought like your room growing up was just nothing but just like pictures of things you drew and paintings and pencil work, which it probably was, but yeah. 
kind it's, of. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. So um, I, I want to ask that question because um, when most people think about art, artists, they think of kind of like that artsy kid or that artsy person in high school. Oh, no. So do you think, that, like, going back to stereo, like, talking about stereotypes, like, you were a jock, right? Oh, God, yeah. Like, so, ponytail, gym shorts, Nikes. I wore my Letterman jacket everywhere. Got your Air Ones? Yeah, Air Ones. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I didn't like high tops that much, but um, only high tops were basketball shoes. Uh, but, no, yeah, it was like I went back for an event um, this past, I think it was, like, three or four months ago and no one knew who I was oh wow yeah like because I was dressed up I had my my bangs and makeup on and like I never wore makeup but like I was myself I was artsy had tattoos and like they were just like who is this weirdo (laughs) but so do you like do you think there's a place where all that can coexist like where you can be like artsy and sporty yeah yeah and you can be um you know really intellectual yeah do engineering yeah like my when i was growing up my room we it was the den pretty much so it was like a 30 by 40 room it was huge um half of it was we i was in a emo band (laughs) (laughs) so half of it was like drums and guitars and bass and then i had a a standing piano and then um the other half like i had my bed like pushed in the corner and then all the other things was just like gaming so xbox i had a atari one gen one and gen two like and so that's literally was like our hangout spot but then i had like a little corner in the side that had my doodles and my drawing desk so okay cool so what what do you think drew your yourself to comics so much um i don't know i really don't know i the first one of the first comics that i received my dad actually was redealing houses and he uh found it was a Oh my gosh, I'm gonna, it's gonna blank on me right now. But when uh, Supergirl dies in Infinity Crisis, Infinity Earth, and it has Superman holding Supergirl, and that was like one of my first comics that I read. And I was just like, oh my gosh. No, d- except like Garfield and stuff like that, that right. the stuff that was just already there. But this was like my first like legit comics. comics. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh wow, this is awesome. Um, and I was already art, like a nerd and stuff, but it was just never had access to that. And then that kind of opened up a whole new lane for me and like at first I was like looking at the comics and drawing off the comics and everything and just like slowly branched out I still do pop art stuff in my like in my artwork today which is cool and I love it absolutely love it anyone right. holding a Thor hammer or the infinity gauntlet is going to be super cool so I know and see like you have some stranger thing artwork yes I want so bad yeah I love my fan art That's... like it's so cool um so do you think going to college that kind of just helped you bloom and be the like yes like because you were always yourself right but college kind of gave you the opportunity like hey it's okay to pursue this yeah i was thing. very quiet and like goofy still but like i was really quiet in, in high school and i was kind of a weirdo just because like i was the quiet one um but when i got to college i was like well there's a lot of weirdos here this is okay right. like i can be myself and i slowly branched out yeah it was really great i've taken that first art class though it was Amazing. That's where I met my best friend Nancy. And so, oh, yeah, yeah. Nancy. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. And she's still doing artwork here in Muskogee. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, she's local. So, yes, that's, that's awesome. That's one thing I want to talk about next is like local artists. So, what mm-hmm. it's like, put us put us in your mind or the artist's mind when you're like prepping for a show, an exhibit, when you're creating. It's kind of all <laughs> that. Kind of give us a glimpse in your day to day life. Um, in all honesty, mm-hmm. uh, frantic. <laughs> getting ready i'm procrastinator at heart so it's like i will prep 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 and i have all these lists but it's like 
I won't get them done until maybe the week before. And like, or I don't know, mental health issues and stuff like that will just put me under the weather. And so like, I have to take time for myself working a full-time job and yeah, trying to also struggle like with the artist. Like it, it, I don't know. It can be hard at time, like at times, but I don't know. It's it's been pretty fun. I'm getting ready for a show at CollectorCon, and again, I was like, oh my gosh, I had one show, and I was like, I have maybe ten prints. Oh and no! I was like, oh my gosh, and I had all my other stuff was in another show. All my little paintings that I do that of the Stranger Things stuff that was like they're all in like a show, and I was like, oh no. I was like, I'm not going to have anything. So I've been like pumping out different types of stuff nice. um, for this upcoming show. But it's mostly. When is that going to be? Um, the 23rd. It's a collector con 23rd in Tulsa. 23rd of March. March. Mm-hmm. Okay. What yeah. times? Uh, 10 to 6 p.m. That, you heard it. March 23rd, 10 to 6 p.m. <laughs> Tulsa. Yeah. Go check it out. It's going to be awesome. You get to see some of her artwork up front and personal. And I've seen it in real life. <laughs> uh, like your website's great. Yeah. But your artwork in person very very nice very nice thank you it's very nice so um kind of going back to like how stressful and um sometimes um not intruding but like it, it is stressful always having to push out content mm-hmm. right to make sure you have enough for these shows and yeah. these exhibits do you ever think that that went because you mentioned men- mental health do you ever think sometimes that stress wanes on that because a lot oh, of yeah. people look towards creativity as an outlet to kind of soothe that. But you think sometimes it's, sometimes it's a double-edged sword sometimes. Oh, definitely. Cause, um, I deal with depression sometimes. So it's, it's really hard to be like, Oh, I really want to step out and do a piece of artwork and, or I want to try something new. And then I find out that it kind of stresses me out. (laughs) And so I like have anxiety about it and then it puts me into this loop. And then I'm like, wait, I don't have to produce anything if I don't want to. I can take a break for months at a time. It's okay. Like, I'm not what people think, or I guess I'm not what I create, I guess. Yeah, like, you're I can not still, your art. You're, yeah, you're Kendra. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, I'm, I'm I'm my own person, so I don't have to, I don't know, be confined in a box. So That's really, it's really interesting. Um, question. Um, so kind of going back to mental health and all that, have you done anything like this? Do, do you do like art pieces that reflects like, Hey, this is my mood this day. Gotcha. Or, like kind of like, like, you know how some artists will paint something and it'll reflect their mental health or something like gotcha. that. Gotcha. I was trying to keep my upcoming show out of the, the podcast, but I will definitely give you this. So I've been doing glitch pieces. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of those where they're kind of superimposed and have different colors and there's like um it's kind of just like a glitched image mm-hmm. um watercolors uh that's i'm gonna try to hit on um it being people that are surrounding me like my flock is what the this future show is going to be called nice um and i'm also going to incorporate like where i have depression and everything like that have, okay of how people see themselves and so we're not all perfect we're a little bit glitched i and like so, that yeah I like that a lot. And, and I think that's awesome because I have anxiety and OCD. So it's always it's always really cool to see someone that's creative, like putting that in their art or yeah. putting that in their, their craft. Because um, even though you're not your art, you still put a bit of yourself oh, gosh, in there. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so and I think it's one of those things where like it is hard to say, hey, I'm depressed. Yeah. But if you can convey that in a drawing, yeah. it speaks so much more than just yeah. saying, hey, I'm depressed. Yeah. And when you get up and actually do it, when I was like depressed and I mean, it was like a two week streak where I was just like, I can't do anything. 
And actually there's been a longer time when it's been like six months, but like where I'm just like, okay, sit down and just produce it. It can look like crap, but as long as you're putting something on the paper, that is the best thing that you can do. Nice. Just keep moving forward and like just doing that. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Like that's just one thing that's always been that keeps getting drilled in my head. Like doesn't matter if it's perfect, just do it. Yes, but exactly. Just create every day. Exactly. Um, have you heard of Peter McKinnon? He's a filmmaker on YouTube. Mm-mm. He talks about that. He, really? there's, he goes, he goes, I, I make so many videos a week. Even if they're crap, I still post them. <laughs> and he's like, I, I literally go back and look at some of those videos. Like that was hot. That was hot garbage. <laughs> he's 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 like, but I, I'm I'm doing it. I'm still creating. I'm yeah. sticking to my schedule. So it's yeah. about discipline. That is also like, back to my lists. Um, I have three calendars: <laughs> one at work, one in my studio, and one hanging on the fridge, just so that I can With have the cat hanging on to like the rope. There you go. No, actually, it's like a group of families that says "eat shit." Actually, that's <laughs> on it. I'm sorry. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> but it's like really, it's like one of those postcards that it's like all these. Oh, like, like the 50s style. Yeah, like, like they're all like sitting there. It just says "eat shit" really big on it. Um, but <laughs> I had to like carve out time on the calendar in red being like from this time to this time when you get off work you do artwork only like that is the only thing that you need to do and sometimes i'll watch a movie and then i'll be like okay you can watch a movie and do Too artwork yep. like that's one thing about your like instagram and snapchat well no you don't do snapchat it's just instagram right? just instagram well i'm i've made it private now because i'm revamping that i honestly and, don't like snapchat i'm just being i don't have a you. snapchat i think i, d- I did have a snapchat <clears throat> And I haven't been on it since 2000. I don't even know when it came out. When it first came out, like I haven't been on it since then. Right. But um, but yeah, I just don't like it. I don't. I feel like well, for for me, like and probably for you too. Like anyone creative, Snapchat just isn't it. I feel yeah. like. Well, Instagram is a really good uh, platform, but I have an actual website that I pay for, and like. Tell I, us about that. Um, my, my website. <laughs> yeah, tell us about the website. Um, so. When it comes to, I guess, my website, I used to do a whip blog, which you were on. Ah, I was. I remember that. And um, I need to start being more active on that site because, again, I am paying for it. And it's not even just about the paying for it. It's just it's all in one. Like, I can do my blogs. I can do, like, my whip projects. I can do, um, like, updates in my exhibitions and stuff. Like, I can have it all on one page instead of scattering it through Facebook and Instagram right. and then, like, having everyone have to share it and then only a few people seeing it. And and see, my favorite post, like, every time that I think about that, I always think of Bilbo Baggins when he talks about <laughs> feeling like butter spread across too much bread because it's exactly what it's like. We have, like, all these media platforms yeah. that are just spreading everyone too thin. Yeah, and that's what I feel like. So I have deleted my um, Facebook artist page um which i'm really that's sad a, about that's a bold move well i, I think I, it is i think it's say, awesome you say it's bold but if, if people that know me so i actually burn my art so that's it, right yeah, i forgot all yeah, about that yeah. tell us tell us why you do that um it's like a renewal thing so i uh, i after so long it gets very tiring having all of the old artwork just staring at you and like if it doesn't sell i'll donate it and everything i'll donate as much as i can and then whatever's left i just burn nice. like it's it really is. I think Degas did it, um, and that's why his friends had, like hid all of his artwork. I'm not sure. I don't. I, I think from the grapevine. That's what I've been hearing. Um, but uh, he like the, the friends would literally take his sculptures and his paintings and stuff and like hide them away from him just because he, <laughs> so would, he wouldn't burn them. He, would, he wouldn't burn them, <laughs> and that's 
Like uh, my fiance did that exact same thing. He was like, I get seven of them, seven. I'm like, man, you get like three. You get three, yeah. you get three pieces that you can keep and then all of them are getting burned. And I was like three out of all of them. And he's just like, man, that's that's not right. And I was like, no, it is. I was like, it's a renewal. And he's like, I understand, but I just don't want to see them burn. It's, it's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. But you get a bigger house, I guess. Exactly. So like. Um, so website. A, yes, website. That's where we need to go for yeah. all things Kendra. Exactly. KendraSwafford.com. And that's that's it. Um, I will. I think it's awesome because like I said, we we live in a world where it's like, okay, Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, mm-hmm. MySpace, Zynga, and all these uh, <laughs> all these oh other God. places. I'm just Zynga. like, can we just have this one oh where everyone's collab and everyone's like right there? Yeah. Um, that's another question I want to get to. And you actually brought it up first was how does it feel like being in a creative relationship? Because your 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 fiance yeah. is I haven't read any of his stuff, so I can't say for sure, but I hear he's a brilliant writer. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of, how does that work? Cause I mean, obviously it's different mediums. So is there like any, is there like a friendly competition friendly? Like, Hey, you need, oh, no. you need to work. You need to, no. you need to write we this en- book. We encourage like each other a lot. Um, it's, it's kind of cool. Cause, uh, where I, my job is I have to wake up at 6am in the morning to get ready and get to work and everything. So it's a lot earlier. Um, when we first got together, I was a lot later with him. So we would just stay up doing artwork and him writing all night but now it's it's kind of cool because like he'll write from midnight or 10 p.m to 3 a.m go to bed and be able to wake up and go to work the next day and like i'm from like when i get home from like eight ish to like 10 ish and so it like works out perfect when i'm going to bed he's going to work and so but then i he also gets to like read me his stuff when i'm going to sleep and it's like just perfect (laughs) so i don't know it's like a very warm i don't know bond that we have when it comes to art is there anything that you guys do together that's creative um we've been thinking about doing uh him doing like flash fiction and me doing a piece of artwork so and or me doing a flat or i guess how me doing a piece of artwork and him writing about it and then him doing a piece of flash fiction and me doing a painting about it so it's like oh that's cool we want to do that sometime but he's writing a book and i want that to be the main priority so I want him oh, to be interesting. Yeah. I want to know about it. But I'm sure you probably can't talk about it. Yeah, and that's no. fine. Is it, yeah. it going to be published and everything? Hopefully. Fingers crossed. That's what we're that's what we're hoping awesome. for. Yeah. yeah. Let us know when that's done. Yes. That I'm so, so fun. Oh, you'll hear about it. You'll just see it everywhere. There's going to be confetti. <laughs> <Just see laughs> yeah. confetti. There's going to be a spotlight coming from Tallahassee. <laughs> Where those planes will fly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. You should. That's like <laughs> such an old school way of advertising. That'd be awesome. That would be so cool. So what are what are the future plans like? Um, and I, well, I, I, before we scratch that, I want to talk, tell it, you're a big Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear about that. Cause like, like and that kind of goes into like your artwork as well. Like, I feel like, like you've done a great job of like, when I look at your art, I know that's a Kendra painting. Aww. Like, I know like if someone was like, Hey, who drew this? And if it was one of yours, I'm like, it's gotta be Kendra. But it's like, you've taken like all these influences probably starting from your grandpa marvel Mm -hmm. comics um watercolors all all that stuff i'm not hip on the art terms even though like even though when i dated hillary like she would talk about all that but i'm just i still don't understand it yeah i constantly called like a pencil drawing like a a painting for like the longest time she would get so upset at me (laughs) i'm like whatever i don't know what it's called so like how did you like make it your own brand and like how did you like pull Marvel and your grandpa and all that stuff into one. Oh my gosh. Uh, years of, and years and years of mistakes. Like I, 
constantly had to revamp myself again, like I'm doing now. Like I'm, I burn stuff. I, I don't know. I look at other artists and I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. That's crazy. It's a hard question. Yeah. Like I, I'm trying to think of how I would have combined them all. And I know I have, cause like every time you see something, you're, you're getting influence off of it. Right. Like it, like it meshes who you are. And so, um, I don't know. Slow process of constant awareness, I guess. Slow process of constant <laughs> awareness. I don't I like know. That. Yeah, I am, I'm not really sure because it's it's ever going. Like I'm doing it right now. So I like how you said because I really expected you to say it took a lot of practice, yeah. but you said it took a lot of mistakes. Oh yeah. Um, I think that's very beautiful to me because as a creative, I know there's a lot of mistakes out there. Mm -hmm. that you make before you even get into your own yeah um but for you why, why why did you say mistakes and not like practice or like trial and error because i think when you say a mistake you've done a, like you've done this wrong it's a mistake um it's a lot deeper um but it's more of the fact that you're getting used to that mistakes are okay and sometimes mistakes mm. are the best thing and make a piece i like that like that is one thing that i have always told like people are like well i spilled ink all over it and i'm like then make it something i was like that ink is supposed to be there just finish it doesn't have to look great doesn't have i mean just finish it and i like that a lot that that's is, awesome yeah it makes me all happy inside like <laughs> it makes me i have to get up so early tomorrow but i'm like oh i'm gonna do something tonight creative. <laughs> okay so now let's go back to the future so what what's the future for you like i know you're when, when do you plan on getting married you know it's probably uh, sometime soon 2020 actually 2020 yeah nah, 2020 vision uh, yeah yeah nah. 10 10 2020 actually yeah. uh, uh, blind is a bat <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and we're gonna be get, adopting a dog in may that's very soon what kind um, of dog we don't know yet he's gonna go uh we're gonna adopt somewhere so he's gonna go walk I told him that he has to go start walking the dogs so that he will actually connect with it <laughs> and nice. like bring it like into our home. And then I may adopt a cat. Kitties are awesome. Yeah. Or a dog or a bird. Or all three. Or all of them. <laughs> adopt <laughs> all the animals. I know, yeah. Everyone's like, you're going to have a farm. And I'm like, I don't care. I will have a farm. Um, and then after that, I was looking at master's programs for the longest time. But I don't, I don't like politically how it is right now when it comes to just like um, for-profit right. masters. I was like, and I also don't need that debt. I don't want that debt right now. Um, so I think I'm going to start going to like workshops around the United States and also in like That'd London. Cool. And so like save up and do a workshop. And so I learn what I want to um, from that workshop and I can kind of put it under my my belt would be in yeah, my utility like i've been at this workshop yeah and like like i've kind of like i've studied under yes this exactly. master yeah this exactly or yeah and i it, i would be able to i don't know you have something that i could use if i was going to go back and get a master's it'd probably be in art history or like so you like maybe teach one day potentially yeah okay uh, teach and do like um i guess like museum artifact handling so like restoration that'd be sweet yeah so that i was like that if it but i was like man i'm too young to be stuck up in a building so it sounds like the long-term goal is eventually become indiana jones yes that's what it sounds like to me less racist movies yes. but yeah yeah <laughs> still fighting nazis yeah yeah that's yeah still fighting nazis but everything else yeah still fighting nazis but everything else we're gonna bring up to 2019 standards there you go yeah <laughs> okay um 
Awesome, Kendra. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, a few more things. We're going to do that rapid fire round. Oh, gosh. You got this. Oh, my gosh. I'm sweating. <laughs> you got this. Okay. So it, it makes you feel any better. I don't have these questions pre-made. Whatever comes to my mind, Well, you're ask. good at this. It's, you're you're doing a podcast. Well, I'm, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but well, I'm going to do my best as well. Okay. We're going to start off easy. Favorite movie? Beauty and the Beast. Favorite show? Uh, right now, Umbrella Academy. Favorite bottle of water? Not Dasani. Fiji? Yeah, yeah, there you there go. There you go. Oh, uh, smart water. There we go. That's smart one. water. Yeah. All right. Favorite couch. Favorite type of couch. Favorite type of couch. Yeah. Uh, my li- millennial pink couch that I have in my studio. I did not think you were going to get that specific. <laughs> I love it. Um, favorite color of sky. Oh my gosh. Um, magenta. Nice. Um, okay. See, now this is where I'm struggling. Uh, favorite. Uh, favorite soundtrack to any movie. Uh, Tron Legacy because it's Daft Punk. Oh my gosh! Yes, I love that. <laughs> I've actually been listening to that that like I have too. for the past two weeks. Uh, Briar's pointing at a can. Favorite canned. Favorite canned. Can what kind of can do you like? You like canned beets, canned fruit, canned pop. I don't have. I don't eat a lot of stuff in cans. I do know that I'll say refried beans because we had our. Uh, that was the only thing that lasted in our our cabinet for like three years. Was a re- refried bean. I know, Briar, you're going to ask favorite I'm just going to step on the mic real quick and say, what kind of question is favorite can? Because I knew you were going for favorite soda. And I don't drink soda. Uh, okay. Well, all right. I'm going to exit the podcast. I was running this show. You guys have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Briar. Uh, I think that's it. You passed. So once again, Kendra, tell us where we can find your art. Tell us about your next exhibit coming up. And tell us your favorite thing so far that you get to do as a creative. Oh man. Um, so www.kendraswafford.com. I'm literally the only Kendra Swafford. Um, and my next show is going to be my solo show on August 2nd, uh, this year. And it will be at the spider gallery. There's a little exhibit. I get a whole room by myself. And spider galleries in Tahlequah. Yes. Tahlequah. Yeah. And, um, what was the last question? Uh, what is your, like, to sum it all up, what is your favorite thing about being a creative, about drawing, painting, all that? Finding new ways, just like blazing your own trail. That is the best thing, like c- combining multiple um, technologies. Like the newest thing that I do is like my computer work alongside creating watercolor ideas in my computer work for like Photoshop and then having my end product be just total fine art. So I, don't I like know, that. That's just cool. being able to combine the two. and knowing that it is not cheating because it's available to you. It's art. All of it, it's art. Yep. I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) I know like when I take photos, I'm like, God, this is so much easier than what it used to be. (laughs) Yeah. And like everyone's like, this is cheating. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's modern day art. And you're a modern artist. And you're working smarter. You're very contemporary. Yeah. Very, very contemporary. (laughs) Kendra, thank you so much for coming on. We look forward to your art and we look forward to have you on in the future. Possibly maybe doing like a couple, like a creative couple. Oh my gosh, he would love that. That would be so fun to yes. do. Run that by him and let us know. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been Highlights of Creative. Make sure to check out new episodes on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Make sure to also check out Modern Thinking Show Mondays at 7 a.m. and Saturday Night Happy Hours, which airs Saturday at 11 a.m. You guys have a great evening, a great day, and a great night. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.